thanks for listening to the weirdest stories from around the world on Weird AF News with your host, Comedian Jonesy. Sweden is going to make sex toys safer because, you know, too many people just get them stuck inside their rectum. And now they need to make a change. I'm going to make change for once in my life. I'm going to change this sex toys so you don't get it stuck right up your rectum. <laughs> I'm insane. It's very late at night here, and uh, I'm not going to lie. I've had a few cocktails. Uh, in one Stockholm hospital alone, 73 people over a seven-year period went to emergency medical care because they had sex toys and other foreign objects stuck in their rectum. 73 people over seven years. That's, what is that? Uh, public school, public school, do the math. 10 people a year? Is that a lot? I don't even know. What are the, what are the, um, what are the major stats all across the nations for this? Um, and then we've got to take in consideration the, the population of Stockholm. Uh, the study that they have here is published last July has now prompted the the Swedish standards industry to launch a proposal that would introduce safety standards across the sex toy industry. Huh. Here's a quote from someone. Sex toys are used in the entire world, and as far as I know, there is no research which can state what is the most common injury. Since these products are used everywhere, it is important that the standard now being developed becomes global. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't know. Everybody's got different size parts, though. So what do you, how, do you, how do you deal with that? You go to one country, they got tiny, tiny parts. You go to another country, they're, they're a little bit bigger. Um, and people have different tastes for shapes and sizes and all that stuff. So I don't know how you do this. You kind of have to just make them all shapes and sizes and just trust that people know what the hell they're doing with them. I mean, really. I mean, you can't really control what, what people are going to do with them. I don't understand. I, I mean... I, I applaud you for trying to get on the case, Sweden, but, I mean, in general, there's really not much you're going to be able to do about this. People are going to be putting shit in places that don't belong, and they're going to get stuck. I mean, it's just, this shit's probably been going on in all human history. There was probably cavemen that were shoving, like, you know, sticks up their butts and, like, getting stuck and stuff, you know what I mean? I mean, it probably goes back forever and ever. I mean, you can't stop people from doing this kind of stuff. Uh, so the most commonly, you'll be happy to know, the, the most commonly lodged objects that had to be removed from hospitals are dildos and butt plugs. <laughs> I'm sorry, are there kids in the room? I should, I should really clean this up, right? Uh, now they found those objects were present in about 40% of the cases. The remainder 60% of the cases are a variety of objects, including candles, bottles, vegetables... Uh, though the report noted that the incidents leading to the accidents were almost always linked to sexual pleasure. Wow, did you have to have a degree to figure that out? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've, I've put some vegetables inside people. Yep, that's something you should know about me. Some cucumbers, some yellow squash. I remember a time that yellow squash was, that was fun. Yeah, never any, never got anything stuck in anybody, though. I mean, I would feel awful if that happened. Um, then again, tragedy plus time, you know, leads to comedy. So we could always get a nice laugh weeks later if that did happen. It's fu- it, It's not funny when it happens at first, but, like, you know, 
years go by and you can laugh about it. Hey, remember that time I got that um, construction cone caught up there? <laughs> that was really ambitious of me to think I could sit on that thing. Wow. But you know what? It was blinking. It was calling my name. I had a few in me. It was a good time. Uh, those who sought treatments, you'll be happy to know, for stuck sexual objects were disproportionately male. And the, the average age was 41. <laughs> Though the total age range, get this, went from 15 to 92. Who's that 92-year-old freak? That's what I want to know. Who's, who's all adventurous at 92? I love it. I love it. I want to meet this 92-year-old mama or papa, whatever. I mean, it's mostly male, it seems. So I'm guessing it's a 92-year-old male getting freaky with the... Who knows? I mean... I was trying to think of an object that old people use. A cane? <laughs> Who put the walker up their butt? That's what I want to know. Yay! <laughs> the authors noted that the true figure of sex toy retention was likely even higher than the study suggests. Given reluctance to seek care for potentially embarrassing conditions, um, they're saying that uh, not everybody... Uh, uh, reported or even went to the hospital for their for the situation. And they're probably right because that's embarrassing. So why would you go? Like, let's say you had a wiffle ball bat caught in your boop boop. And it, like, are you going to go to the hospital for that shit? No, nah, probably not. That's too embarrassing. You can't be telling. Your friends find out you had a wiffle ball up your butt? No way. Wiffle ball bat, I should say. Not butt. Not ball. Bat. Oh, God, I'm wasted. Anyways, um... They're suggesting in Sweden that worldwide standards should be introduced that would likely, um, but that would not, not likely stop toy-related injuries completely, but could reduce the number of incidents and injuries, um, help producers, and hopefully save some money used on medical and surgical treatment. Um, but I still stick to my guns on this one, what I said earlier. I don't think you're going to be able to stop people from putting weird shit inside them, uh, no matter what you do, so I don't... Uh, you can talk to the industry all you want, but people, people are, you know, it's, 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 they come in all sizes, man. <laughs> uh, you guys ever have an incident like this? Call into Weird AF News and uh, confess. You can call anonymously. I won't give your name. You can call and tell, tell us all about your incident that you had. Keep it rated, you know, try and keep it PG-13 if you can, you know, this kid's watching somewhere. I don't know where, but, you know, there's kids. Istanbul vending machines offer subway credit for recycled bottles and cans. This is really cool. Seems like a new idea to me. A little weird, but I love it. I love it. It's a positive weirdness, right? It's a, it's a problem-solving weird situation. It's thinking about the planet and motivating people to recycle their bottles and cans. Um, it's sad that we have to motivate people to do such things, but we do in general because people don't, People don't do that enough, you know. Sometimes I'll walk along, I'll walk at the beach and I just want to cry because I see so many bottles and cans that were just in styrofoam on the sand. And I'm just like, who, I mean, it makes me sad for humanity, you know. And Mother Na obviously Mother Nature. Mama Pacha, as they say in South America. Uh, so Istanbul rolled out an alternative currency for commuters who need to top up their subway cards top up all right let me try this in english uh so on uh, istanbul rolled out an alternative currency for commuters who need to put some cash on their subway cards 
but are short of money. Recyclables is the answer. The city is installing what's called reverse vending machines at metro stations that allow passengers to add credit to their subway cards simply by inserting a plastic bottle or aluminum can into the machine. Freaking amazing. I love this idea. Why can't we do this in this country? Once a value has been assigned to the recyclables, the machine will uh, crush, shred, and sort the recyclable material. The initiative aims to encourage recycling in the city of more than 15 million people where recycling practices are pretty much indifferent. But the alternative way of paying to travel is sure to be welcomed by commuters as Turkey's currency has been hammered lately. I didn't know that. Falling to record lows against the dollar because of soaring inflation, economic mismanagement by the Turkish government, and tensions with the United States. Oh my God, I didn't know we had tensions with Turkey. I'm sorry, Turkey. I don't have tensions with you. I love it. I love Turkey. I love Turkish food. Turkish coffee is one of my favorite things ever. Turkish coffee is so good. If you haven't tried that, that is amazing coffee. So strong. Can you handle it? I can because I'm a degenerate. Uh, Turkey is, I would love to go to Turkey. I would love to go to Istanbul. They have an underground city in Istanbul that I saw a documentary about that really piqued my interest. I love weird shit like that. Underground cities, ghost towns. Oh, I'm all about it. Oh, I feel bad for, for Turkey. But I, I love where they went with this vending machine. This is good. I think the rest of the world should take note and, uh, you know, sort of use this as a model. This is great. Um, the rest of the article tells you how much you get for a plastic bottle and what the weight is and what you get on the subway car. But that's not really important. Really? No, not really. Apparently, aluminum can, aluminum cans are more valuable. They should give you all sorts of um, credit for uh, recycling uh, styrofoam because that shit's freaky. Styrofoam is the worst. Um, and let me go on a quick California rant, okay? Because this, this state seems to pride itself on being so green, so green. Oh, tough emissions on autos. Ooh, so green. Oh, make you pay for plastic bags at the checkout. Ooh, the bag pro- program. But I've never seen more styrofoam than I've seen in California. So what are you doing, California? You know, oh yeah, you're sure you're doing all this other shit. But what about the styrofoam? It's everywhere. Styrofoam coffee cups? Are you out of your mind? That shit should be illegal. Come on. Anyways, that's my rant. Is California, are you listening? You know, I don't know. Maybe there's, maybe my, maybe my representative happens to be listening to Weird AF News. I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess my rep has better things to do than to listen to my podcast. Although my rep should listen to me, I have good ideas. They're quality ideas. I don't always have the plans and know-how to get, to get them off the ground. But shit, I got some good ideas, man. Uh, the Istanbul's mayor, Mevlut Uysal, man, that's pretty good, said the machines would track the number of bottles recycled by each person and reward those recycling the largest number of containers with free or even discounted, discounted events such as theater tickets. Damn. So if you're like a crazy over-the-top recycling person, like you can get some free shit there. You can get free tickets and stuff. That's great. I really love to hear this kind of stuff. Um, what did I once hear a quote that is, is definitely appropriate in this situation? I don't, I don't remember who said it, but the quote is, are you guys happy that I, I'm, I'm drunk as hell and I can remember quotes from a smart people? Isn't that, isn't that, that's like a skill I have, I think. Uh, here's the quote. The quote is, there are no political solutions, only technological solutions. Let me try that again. There are no political solutions, only technological solutions. The rest is propaganda. That's the quote. Um, you can ignore the propaganda part, but like 
they're right about that, the political solutions and versus the technological solutions. So let me just say a few things about that. Um, what happens when you try and make political solutions? Well, there's groups, um, there's a group on one side, they have one point of view, a group on an, another side, they're loyal to another point of view. They argue, they argue, back, they go back and forth and then nothing gets done. This is, I mean, we witnessed this. You know, look what happens in Congress. This is like every, a bunch of old dudes sitting around, nothing gets done. Political solutions. And if something does happen, it takes forever. It's like pushing a goddamn battleship with, a, with, a, with an oar. You know, it's terrible. But technologies come about and you can't stop technologies. You know, if you have a great technology, it makes its way to the public. If there's a need for it, it'll come to the forefront. It'll do its thing and there's no stopping it, you know. So I love that quote. I always think about that quote and um, because I, I, I never have faith in politics. And so I always whip that quote out to like sort of back up my argument. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that's a good one. You should use that one. Or, or don't, I don't know. I got other quotes I can give you. I don't know, call me, I'll give you some. <laughs> Keeping with the international theme of today's episode, let's go all the way to the, to the Antarctic, where scientists uh, reported that uh, one scientist stabbed a colleague because uh, this colleague kept telling him the endings of books that he was reading. <laughs> scientists, man, I mean... You would hope that they would be more reasonable. Maybe the person went crazy, though, for being stuck in the Antarctic and nothing around. You know? I mean, it's a it's a desolate place. You could go mad there, right? So I don't want to blame this person for stabbing someone. You know, he's he's up there. You know, There's nothing to do. All he has is his books. And one of his colleagues keeps giving him the, the telling him the endings of his books, and he stabs him. I mean, I can kind of relate to this, you know? Like, let's say you're up there. There's nothing to do. You're watching movies. Next thing you know, who the hell is calling me? At this hour, you out of your mind, uh, and then you know you're, you're watching your movies, and then you're like, "Oh man, this guy keeps telling me the endings of the movies." If you tell me one more ending, bro, don't tell me the ending of ET. I'll stab you. Uh, so these these two guys, they claim are avid readers, and their names are Sergei Savitsky and Oleg Belugatsov. Pretty good. It's a pretty good for someone who's had whiskey. Uh, they were based in a remote outpost in Antarctica when the alleged attack happened. A scientist plunged a kitchen knife into his colleague as he was fed up with the man telling him the endings of his books, say the investigators. Uh, Sergei and Oleg were working alone, apparently, and they would pass the lonely hours during four harsh years together in a remote outpost in Antarctica by reading. Yeah, there's not a lot to do. However, Savitsky became angry after Belagozov kept telling him the endings to his books. <laughs> the victim, Belagozov, is now in intensive care with a knife injury to his heart. Oh my goodness. He was flown to Russia's Bellingshausen, Bellingshausen Research Station on King George Island to Chile, to Chile following the alleged attack. Well, they sent him some... Both of these guys look... Um, they look, uh, there's pictures of them, and they look, they look angry. I'm not going to lie. They look displeased to be scientists. Maybe that's because they're stationed in the worst place ever, Antarctic. There's no girls up there. They're probably up there four years like, man, where are the girls? There ain't, ain't no girls up here. I'm going to read. Yeah, I'm going to read too. What are you reading? What am I reading? I'm reading The Stand. It's a thousand pages long. Yeah, that's right. 
And then he waits for him to be on page like 800 and be like, here's the ending. <laughs> oh, you, you mofo. I read 800 pages. You're going to tell me the ending, you bastard. Bam. And then a stabbing. He's been, a charge, he's been charged with attempted murder, obviously. It is, believed to, it is believed to be the first time a man has been charged with a murder in, Ant, in Antarctica? No, get out of town. You seriously? Oh, that's wild. How about that? These guys are breaking records. <laughs> Groundbreaking shit. They report back to they report back to their university or wherever they're from. So scientists, you were in four, you were in Antarctica for, for four years. Did you have any groundbreaking? Did you do anything ground groundbreaking? Yeah, yeah. Um, I tried to kill him, and it was the first attempted murder in Antarctica. <laughs> oh man! By the way, the guy who got stabbed. I'm, let's go out on a limb here. Let's 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 assess this. I'm gonna say deserves it (laughs) yeah screw that guy he knows what he's doing you're up there for four years there's nothing to do there's no chicks there's like you know you can't i mean i guess you could play beer pong with two people that's possible but what what else you can't do much man you can't play any any games that require more than two people how annoying is that you can't do shit shit we can do we can do karaoke with two people come on no fun you can't form a band. There's just two of you. <laughs> Bored out of your mind. So, so you're reading books and this guy's screwing up your good time. It's the only thing you look forward to is reading books. It's the only thing that can keep you from blowing out your own brains. Four years up in the Antarctic. Nothing around but some polar bears and moose or whatever. I don't even know what's up there. Probably nothing. There's probably nothing up there. Nothing grows. Just a bunch of s- snowmen, snowballs. How many snowball fights can you have? Not, I mean, they get boring when there's just two people. Just so boring. So what do you do? You read. Hey, let's read. <laughs> I have an abundance of books. Hey, could you please stop telling me the endings of the last 14 books I've read? I'd appreciate that. For two years, you've been telling me the endings of the books. Here's your last warning. I'm going to stab you with a kitchen knife. <laughs> I was going to throw snowballs at you, but I could, clearly that's not doing the trick, so... So, you know what? I don't blame the guy for uh, stabbing him. I really don't. You got to go insane when you're in, in Antarctica. There's nothing up there but rocks and snow. Nothing's alive. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. By the way, did you guys see that series on Netflix called The Terror? It's about those um, two ships, like 150 men or whatever. They tried to carve a path through the uh, Arctic Circle to get to the other side. And they the boats get stuck in the ice and like oh my god that is, it's such a great series and it's only about eight or ten episodes only one season you should watch it it's based on historical facts by the way which i i, I follow that story because it's really weird i like weird shit like that and um so i read about it in history uh they take they take liberties in the netflix series they they insert like a like a, a beast some kind of like paranormal monster of some sort to just up up this up the uh the scariness but all the other stuff that's going on it's great drama great drama a bunch of men that are starving and they, oh my god it's it's incredible it's it's a great series anyways and and based on historical fact and all about the the uh, arctic circle i say that like everyone wants to hear about the arctic circle oh it's about the arctic circle great great we love to hear about the arctic circle we're all about it i follow the arctic circle facebook group so i'm into it whatever guys whatever watch it if you want to it's good drama damn it just trying to help out i'm uh yeah, all right. Cool. 
hey, if you guys disagree with me about this, the stabbing situation, call into Weird AF News. I want to hear your side of the story. Present your case, lawyer. 646-450-2012. Hey, my fellow weirdos. Today is Wednesday. Halloween. Happy Halloween. I hope you're... Um, you probably celebrate, celebrated Halloween over the weekend, so probably trick-or-treated and went to Halloween parties, so you're probably not doing much today, but maybe maybe you're eating some delicious candy. Uh, but wh- however you decide to spend it, I hope it's a good day. Halloween's one of my favorite holidays because I like morbid shit. I like the macabre. I like horror. I love all this. I love scary things. I went on a haunted... I went on a ghost tour over the weekend for, for in downtown L.A. I shouldn't say a ghost tour. It's called a haunted downtown L.A. tour, and they cover all sorts of crazy murders and ghosts. Uh, rumors in downtown LA. It was fantastic. I love that shit. Every time I go to, every time I go to like a major town, I'll try and take one of their ghost tours. I feel I always love that stuff. So I like that shit. So I hope you have a great Halloween. Is what I'm saying. And um, what else did I want to say? Oh, I'm traveling today to the East Coast. I'm on a flight to go to New York City. I'm doing a bunch of shows. I'm going then I'm going to Boston and doing shows. And um, I'm going to be traveling for two weeks, so I, I'm going to try to do Weird AF News like I do every day, but if I have a snag, I may miss a day. I'm just giving you a heads up. That may happen. Something might happen. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? I don't have my equipment with me, so I'm just like doing it on my phone, and I got my friend in New York is going to let me use his computer so I can, because I need like, I need equipment and shit, so, but I think I can do it every every. Uh, Monday through Friday, still when I'm on the when I'm on the road like that. But in case something happens and I miss a day, please, I'm just uh, forgive me ahead of time. Um, I'm doing the best I can here. Um, it's just a one man operation after all. But I got uh, that's bad news, right? That's kind of bad news. I think I'll be able to come through with it though. But uh, that could be bad news. Here's some good news for you. Here's some good news. My album drops today. My mm-hmm. comedy album. It's called Comedy Mixtape One. Um, and you can buy it on my website, jonesy.com, J-O-N-E-S-Y.com. And uh, I have a discount code for my weirdos. So the albums, my comedy albums, $10. Well, you get it half off, $5, if you use the discount code weirdo, W-E-I-R-D-O, weirdo. That's for you guys. Um, you get half off, buy my comedy album. It's an hour of stand-up comedy and some scene, audio scenes that um, highlight the struggles of a comedian. So it's it's pretty cool. Uh, I love it myself. I'm very proud of it, and that's available currently. So yeah, go on there and uh, and buy that if you if you want to hear that. And it's only five bucks with the discount. So if you are one of my patrons, then you get the album for free. I just put it up on the Patreon in in the Patreon um, account, so you can download that for free anytime. So if you're a patron, go get my my uh, comedy album for for free. If you want to join my Patreon, I'll give you the album too. So uh, if you want to sign up for that, it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash weirdafnews. And you can support weird the Weird AF media mo- mogul, the media empire that I'm creating here. For as little as two bucks a month, you know, buy Jonesy a beer a month. And uh, you get the free, I'll send you the free album. Download. And uh Yeah. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram if you want to, you know, sort of keep up with what I'm doing while I'm on this trip. I get a lot of shows. I'm going to be hanging out with a lot of cool comedians in New York City, and I'll be posting pictures and video of all that shit. Um, it's at Funny Jones on Instagram, at Funny Jones on Twitter. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. You can email me anytime, funnyjones at gmail.com, or call 646-450-2012. I'm so grateful for you. Um, I hope you'll consider buying my comedy album. If not, no big deal. 
uh, I'm very happy to just have, uh, if you're a fan of only my podcast, then so be it. That's totally cool. Um, I'm grateful either way. So have a happy Halloween. I forgot to thank my callers. I'd love to hear from you. Journey apparently got a real response on the show. Um, James calling in from Texas, one of my, uh, a nice fan. Uh, man, James, thank you for calling. And uh, you, you, you brought up some songs I forgot about, Journey. Separate Ways, man. Oh, I love that one. That's a great one. Michael, also, what a huge Journey fan you are. I didn't realize you were such a big Journey fan. You've seen them so many times. And uh, thanks for correcting me on uh, what songs were Steve Perry solo stuff. Um, yeah, I love Journey, man. Shit. That's always one of that's always up there in my karaoke choices because I, I sing a little bit. So like I'm always like, "Faithfully" is one of my go-to killer karaoke songs. Just letting you just letting you know, you'd be very proud of that. Um, also, uh, I also I don't the caller didn't identify himself, but he he gave me a little bit of a lesson on when what the definition of retarded is and when I can use it. And transgender, same thing. And um, I can't tell if the caller was displeased with me or not. Um, but like, God, more callers. Uh, I can't tell if the caller was upset with me or not. Uh, but uh, just uh, hey, I'm doing the best I can. Um, that's all. That's all I can say. I'm gonna offend people here and there, and um, but I got a good heart overall. And um, so, like I said, I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can, and I and I do appreciate that you calling in with the definitions and your point in the point of view. Uh, I, I love that. I, I'm always trying to learn and get better as a person, so I welcome all of the criticism and all of the suggestions um, from all of you. So I don't take that personally at at all, at all. So thanks for calling in. And then someone called about the nude water park, and uh, I love I love when people call about specific articles and they they have a take on it. I love takes because you know I improv a lot of these stories, and so I do a take. But then afterward, I think to myself, oh, I could have done this like four different ways. And then sometimes the callers will call in and be like, yo, this is my way of doing it. This is a good take. And then I'll be like, oh, great. And it's creative. And everybody and together we come up with funny uh, responses to this weird, weird world. So thanks for calling in. If you ever want to call in, do it. 646-450-2012. When the lights go down in the city. Hey, Jonesy. It's your good friend, James and Angel from Texas. Just wanted to call in and let you know how much we really do like Journey. Left out a couple of big songs that we really enjoy a lot, like Wheel in the Sky and Open Arms and Separate Worlds. Separate Ways. Those are great, great songs. Anyway, we just wanted to call and touch base with you. We haven't talked to you in a while, so we're still loyal listeners. Love your show. All right, buddy. Hope everything's going your way. You keep at it, okay? Take care. Bye. Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael calling from Iowa City. Uh, also, I am the biggest Journey fan ever. I've seen them multiple times in any number of incarnations with any number of different lead singers. Anyhow, uh, I uh, will set you straight on a couple of things and uh, give you a little bit of information. The uh, album that you're referring to, you said with the UFO on the front, 
um, it was the face of a spaceman, and uh, it was the Frontiers album. It was from 1983, and uh, the song that you talked about was Lovin' Touchin' Squeezin', not Touchin' Lovin' Squeezin'. <laughs> That's okay. And Lights, you talked about an obscure song called Lights. Actually, that was their uh, first hit that put them on the map back in 1978 uh, when Steve Perry joined the band. That was their first big hit. And um, a little trivia thing here for you. It says, when the lights go down uh, in the city and the sun shines on the bay, referring to San Francisco, Steve Perry came into the band with that song. And uh, it was originally, when the lights go down on the city and the sun shines on L.A. because he was from Los Angeles and he joined the band that was from San Francisco and they changed it to the Bay, the city by the Bay. Anyhow, you also were singing a pretty nice version there of Foolish Heart, which was not a Journey song. That was a Steve Perry solo song from his solo album by the name of Street Talk from uh, his solo album in 1984. Any other Journey uh, trivia that you want, you can call me up and I'll provide that with for you. And uh, I was thrilled to hear that you're such a big Journey fan and that you said you can't go wrong with anything Journey. I was afraid you were going to wail on them when you did the story. So I was happy to uh, hear that you loved them so much as well. Good man, good man. And keep bringing the weird news. Take care. We love you and we love what you do. I'm not going to identify myself, but I think the idea of a nude water park is not a very good idea. Uh, I think a man would want to keep his parts contained. And for a woman, well, I just think that sliding down the water slide and and uh, landing in a big pool of water would be a very bad idea. I mean, you're talking about an instant douche on a major level. That would be a very bad idea. And a lot of women running around naked, uh, I think certain times a month, uh, I don't want to see a bunch of women running around with uh, strings hanging out of them, if you know what I mean. I guess they could do a little tuck with the string, but that would just not be a very good idea in general for the nude water park. Um, you know, as far as the health concerns, well, Jonesy, you are being a little paranoid about that. Whether or not you have, uh, uh, a bathing suit on, that's not going to keep in, any uh, uh, diseases or whatever inside the suit. Um, you know, uh, the water, well, it's ass water, whether or not you are wearing a bathing suit or not. The water is highly chlorinated, and that's going to take care of any fecal matter, although the, basically when you're in a hot tub, that's like uh, that's like fecal soup or whether you're in a swimming pool, it's just there, and the chlorine is going to take care of that. But, um, you know, you just have to deal with the idea that you're in there with blood, you're in there with disease, you're in there with fecal matter, and that's what the chlorine is there for. So just the idea of uh, being there with the nude bodies and keeping the body parts contained, uh, a bathing suit is a very good idea, okay? Okay. Uh, not a place that I want to be. And obviously, not for you either for the visual reasons. Okay, I say goodbye now. Okay, goodbye. 
Hey, Jonesy. In your latest podcast, you mentioned having a little trouble with using the word retarded, so I figured I'd give you some definitions. Here's the difference between stupid and retarded. Stupid is something all of us do some of the time, and we can all do better, so we should try. Retarded is something that some of us are all of the time, and there's nothing anyone can do to change it, so there's no need for anyone to be ashamed. And if stupid is as stupid does, I'd say you can't do much more stupid than criticizing someone for something that can't change. Also, on the gingerbread person's thing, you mentioned uh, that's not a man that doesn't have a penis. If you're worried about being offensive, you might mind that some people who are transgender don't undergo surgery. So that could be offensive to trans men who don't choose to have uh, what they call lower surgery. Okay, stay weird, buddy. Bye-bye.